<clears throat> preparing live stream. Got it. Boom. We're in the Go. house. Um, People expect this funny around at the start. Yeah, no. So, hello and welcome. This is Monday Club. Well, it's actually Sunday Club. Um, yeah, well, it's Monday Club on a Sunday. We're <laughs> testing out a few bits today. We're testing out the older the podcast on um, on live. James Basically, what happened was, I, I'll tell them what happened. What happened was, I've been holiday all week at Centre Park, so we didn't get a podcast recorded. Then last night, I went out of the piss and I'm hanging out, and we just thought we'd do it. We'd do it live because it saves loads of editing, and it's a new thing to try out. So welcome to this test. Which yeah, welcome to, be, to uh, this test. And if anyone comes in, it'll be a miracle. And if you do come in, you can we can try and interact with you because we're all Look, about... Someone's already here. Someone's GSH. here. GSH is here. So an evening already. So yeah, it's, we are looking at fresh new ways. The podcast is staying the same. We're going to do the pod every Monday. But we're looking at things that are more interactive and fun for the viewer. And we blatantly nicked this off Efix who do the lives. <laughs> <laughs> thank you gary gary hay is a legend in the house um no basically we didn't even bother this week we haven't even bothered putting it out that we're doing a live or anything because we're going to test a few things we're just going to sort of roll with it i think is we've got right? to we, i think the pod's great we get loads of good comments back on it there's no problem with it um getting guests is always a nightmare and managing it and getting the timings right and stuff like that is always a nightmare but we just want to do something where everyone can enjoy and take part in. And doing a live once a month like this, we think might be a way of doing it. So we're trying to can't it do it live every week because because my stress much. levels. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not even that. It's like getting the guests to do a live is getting the guests to do a podcast is hard enough as it is. Getting a guest mm-hmm. to do a live and a podcast that's tough. And guest wise, again, if anyone wants to come on, let us know. No, no, not we, anyone. No, well, not, no, 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 no. You can talk. You can ask anyone. us. You can ask us. You can ask, but not anyone, because the problem is, as we found out, and I found out, since we know this with Sam, is some people just freeze like a rabbit in the headlights. <laughs> so if you want to, if you want to ever, if you think you might be able to do it, let us know, and we'll see what happens. But we're always looking for fresh, new talent or people that do interesting jobs that are electrical. And also, this is brought to you by Verso. Verso do fuse boards and wiring accessories, some of the best in the business. Their fuse boards are high quality and reasonably priced, actually. They're really, they're really, really nice stuff. Give them, go and check them out. Um, hit them up on their website um, and see and see what you think. Well, I, tell them I we really sent like you. Hey? Tell them we sent you. <laughs> what did he send me? Tell them, tell them that we sent you. Then what we'll you- obviously get. If we say we've sent them, we'll get fat coin in return. Is that how it works? No. Do we get like eight quid for a refuse board we hack out on here? <laughs> no, we don't get anything <laughs> like that. That's mental. I'm trying to find out if I can edit the name of this called Sam's Personal Meeting Room. That's, that's not going to get any views, is it? But anyway. Well, we don't want it to get any views this week. We'll just see if it works. But yeah, we are here. So what we're all about is comments, people, interaction. Um, that's what it's all about. We are getting excited about the amount of comments we receive on videos and feedback. Yeah, no, it's really awesome, actually, getting the amount of comments we do. Um, and not, it, they're, not like, they're not crap comments either. They're, they're paragraphs of, co- of well-tailored stuff that helps us make this podcast better. Sometimes it's above my head, and I think, I hope I, Jamie responds to that because I can't. <laughs> um, and, that, and that's just the truth. 
Mate, I am so tired. I just had to have a coffee with two scoops of coffee in it. So My I'm... life this week, and I'm sure, I bet everyone's getting like this, right? I bet Listen, everyone's You've been, been on like holiday this. this week. No one cares how but, tired you are. But that doesn't stop. I bet everyone's feeling that. Have you noticed it's getting dark? It's getting cold. People are getting lethargic. Look, behind me, look, it's carnage. I've got, I, I'm dealing with carnage. My life at the minute is a mess, and I think a lot of tradespeople are like this time of year. People want to get stuff done before Christmas. See, and I'm it working. All rolls downhill. I'm do, I've been doing seven days, seven days, seven days, seven days, and I've just done another seven days. I'm like, it's all merging into one. The only thing I look forward to, instead of looking forward to having the weekend off, I'm looking forward to the early finish <laughs> on a Saturday and the early finish on a Sunday. That's that my it? weekend. How long have you doing that for now? About four weeks. You look like you're hanging out. Also, you just said I've been on holiday, mate. I've got two kids. You, you don't have an holiday. I'm just a chaperone. I had to go down the rapids at Centre Parks 32 times one night. I felt like I'd been beat up. <laughs> See, I'll, I'll just be like, go by yourself now. What, just go to a Centre Parks of my own? No. No, that'd be weird. Oh, no, what, the ch- my child's only thought, I can't chuck a four-year-old girl down the rapids. The, Why the, not? I'd be like, go life, by the, yourself. The lifeguard won't let me for a start. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> but like, yeah. you take her. You take her, mate. <laughs> mate, it's, it doesn't hurt a lot, but you get bounced around that much. So, yeah, my holiday you said I've been on, it's not like that. And I've come back to even more work because it's all stacked up. The post box was rammed. I'm sure everyone who's self-employed or working for at the minute is feeding the pinch. It's that typical November thing, in it? Mate, I don't even know what we're talking about. What is the topic today, please? Is, is, is this shit going to work or what? <laughs> Shall we look at what people are saying? Well, I'm looking at it right now. Your discount code on tea lights didn't work, Jamie. Please can you I tell you what, what we're gonna, on the running order here, it says what we are working on and planning, which I think we've got into. Um, well, we haven't what, really. We well, haven't really. Well, we, we talked about this live. What we have got in the part one is I am doing the Christmas special. And I put a shout it's pretty out. pretty epic. It's pretty put, epic. No, no, there's two. There's, there's one you've seen. There's, the, there's a Christmas advert going to be coming out next month. Monday Club Christmas advert, which I'm pretty proud of. It is a massive in-joke for viewers of this programme. I hope everyone enjoys it as much as I'm enjoying making it. And the other one I'm doing is I'm doing the Christmas show, which is so we can have two weeks off at Christmas. And there's a shout-out to anyone, and it is anyone, if you can do a one- to two-minute comedy sketch recording and send it in, we will probably incorporate into that show. We are asking for content from you people for this show. Can I just stress, right? <laughs> This is all Jamie. None of it's to do with me. I'm just sitting here um, being tired all the time. Um, what I will say is, so we're talking about doing a live once a month. Well, I don't know what people think about that, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I wouldn't mind doing it like more often, but it's good to have a guest when we do a live. Well, we got a guest this week because I fucked up the, any bookings by being old, didn't I? No, do you know I, what I, I said? No, what I said was, what I said was, I'll take care of it. You go on holiday, and I've done nothing. <laughs> I've done nothing. So, so we can have a holiday at Christmas. I'm pre-recording the Christmas show for everyone. <laughs> it's going to be a special, gigantic episode full of hilarity from the past twelve months, if I can be asked. But what I realised is, um, I like making videos, but I don't like making electrical videos for YouTube. But I thought something like a Christmas show, Christmas pod, to entertain everyone while we're off for two weeks, or if you graft them two weeks, might be quite interesting. So. We're trying crazy new things like lives and stuff like that. You're in the comments, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I was just what uh, I watch all of your po- podcasts. 
as electrician 16th till I became a carer at 2010 for my wife. Missed the days of banter. Oh, what, do you miss the days of me <laughs> mocking Bundy and stuff like that? Or does he mean he misses the banter on site? Because there isn't any nowadays because everyone just gets offended. <laughs> no, do you know what? Um, the site I'm on at the moment, it is like being 20 years ago. Some of... Honestly, some of the banter is really near the mark. <laughs> Sometimes I have to Proper walk away. Quality Some... banter. <laughs> I have to That's walk away. I'm like, wait, I didn't hear that. I'm walking this way. Is that like, is that the kind of banter that happens till there's just two people left? N- no. The thing is, everyone's like everyone gets on so well there. It's like a right nice little crowd, um, and it's from all walks of life. And it's just, it's really good. Different types of advertising. It is good to be able to be on site with people where you can pretty much get away with murder and do the jokes. The only problem is I tend to go and get jobs where they don't like that kind of tune I get sacked. Mate, mate, to be honest with you, I've had it right off in this job because I'm actually like supervising it and stuff like that. So can you imagine viewers being on a job supervised by Sam? Best job you'll ever be on. Best job you'll ever be on. It's not even close. Joe, you know what? I'm so tired. I'm barely struggling to put a sentence together here. We need a topic. Come on. This, well, we're just out. rolling, aren't we? It's just like, this This is a free podcast. This should have really happened because of my holiday, because of my non-holiday. What's everyone saying? Show me different types of advertising and the success of a small companies would be interesting. I don't know anything about advertising. That's Sam's domain. And nowadays... What's what I'm going to do now? Are you ready for this? I don't what know if I, I, don't know if I am. Right. For audio viewers, you might not see this. I am going to do something that no one's ever done before. Gotta get your nub out of you. Nope. I'm going to put the link to the podcast in the show notes right now. So anyone can do this. Mate, are you sure? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? It's going nowhere anyway. And literally now, we could get banned. (laughs) So... if anyone's on, the link is there. Banter. Show me different types of advertising. Their success is small. Advertising is Sam's domain. I, I, as you know, anyone that follows me on Instagram, I'm threaders with advertising at the minute. It's just like it's like. Yeah, but see, Jamie's got this this thing with advertising, and there's this big hoo ha around advertising. Now, I am the progenitor of a lot of the people that come. A lot of the companies that advertise in the electrical industry now are directly my fault. I is my fault. I was the one who rung them up, got them into the into the into the world of influencer marketing. So Jamie's basically rallying against me and my um my What next... I hate is I love eFix's program, yeah. eFix on advertising firms, love it. It's it's bog standard traditional advertising. Got a good problem with that. I hate the snide advertising. I hate I hate it. I hate it. And I never will. And what I will say on that comment is you know, now that I've, I've been working company to company for so long, if I started a business now in, in the day and age it is now, the internet, all that, I wouldn't have a clue how to promote a domestic business. Well, I do. And it's very easy. Um, you do lots of YouTube videos. And then, it put, and then it puts, um, it puts the algorithm, like the YouTube search algorithm to the top, if you link it to your website. And that allows... Right. So, if you so if you put like um I don't know Surrey Spark does a light change 
Oh, got yeah. That's Colleen. how you hack. That's how you hack Google. Is and you don't it, even have to have like a YouTube channel where you've got loads of videos, like a Nick Bundy channel. You can have a load of hidden videos. Oh, just got, the yeah. fact that they're on there and you've got the 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 correct thing, like the correct Surrey Spark fits this at this time. Bosh, that goes to the top of. If the, anyone's out there, comment on this on the on now or later on. If you are a domestic Sparky, I know I give you a hard time. Yeah, let us know what your advertising methods are and what works like. And I hear people swearing by them parish magazines and stuff. But nowadays, it's so that's not digital. There's so much digital stuff to go out now. Can you actually get work out of Instagram and Facebook and no. YouTube? Oh, I'll tell you what, Facebook you can. If you join like, so wherever you live, say Croydon Residence, and you join that group and you're like electrician in the area. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but blah. If you upset one Karen, you are fucked, aren't you? Because she will no, go on there and shout about because- you. He's been so, around my ass and stained me windows or something. So I, I started doing local stuff around here when I left my, my last job. I was going to just go domestic. Um, and I put I put up an ad on one of them, them Facebook groups. And within about, I don't know, two hours, I had about three messages come through. That's and before that. I knew it, I was pretty booked up. Like, I was advertising my local one. Um, then they threw me off it because someone was asking about a car charger. So I said, this is a true story. <laughs> someone asked about, I, I, I won't do any work on there because I'm pretty busy at work at the minute. So I just put, I'm after a car charger, which one should I get? And I put, get a Zappi. They cost a bit more money, but they work. That's my personal opinion about advertising Zappi, yeah? I just think they work, they look smart, and the inter- interface is decent, and the app's good. The app is the secret source, yeah? And this guy's like, oh, thanks very much. Do you fit them? So then I started messing around saying, yeah, I'll do it for cash, mate, if you buy it. And uh, it, it escalated to people going, have you got any insurance? I was like, no, mate, I don't need insurance. I'm just doing it for cash. And this, obviously, loads of people jumped in to slag off me off because they thought I was some kind of, like, dodgy tradesman. Yeah. And I got about 20 comments deep in, like, going, look, mate, it's guaranteed till I get in the van. I'll do it for 200 notes cash. And then I got banned <laughs> because... Are you just on a massive wind-up? Oh, just on this massive wind-up so I didn't want the job. And, uh, yeah, they banned me for it because I was more... Because I was making out I was happy to do it tax-free, no insurance for cash. Which, of course, as anyone listening to this podcast will know, is not a joke. Yeah, I'll go around here and fit for cash. I don't give a shit. Not for two hundred quid, though. Then off two hundred quid, what five hundred? Obviously, while I'm around there, I'm going to probably go through the draw, see if it's out worth robbing, because that's what I do in a domestic situation. Why do you know how dumb we are? Do you know what it is today? Sunday. Football. No, it's meant to be the World Cup today. Is it? Yeah. In 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 <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> that's What's how bad. The comments. We're going to the comments. But would like we good to hear from Jamie about running his company. I don't run a company anymore. If you if I could do a, I could do a podcast on what I did once, but I don't, don't run a company give us anymore. A, why don't you just give us a brief rundown of it and bore me silly with your nonsense? I don't suppose I've done this ever. Not everyone could. No one actually knows what kind of spark I am. So I did a short course, a five day to hero to zero in two thousand ten. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not here, Dick. If anyone is interested, I live in Nottingham and I started. When I was 17, working for a company called Can Electrical, who are still going now, I think. Heavy industrial, universities, <laughs> uh, hospitals. Then I had a scrap with one of the apprentices at Christmas, so I left there. And I went to Goodmite and Erstars, which were a massive firm. Uh, Imtech GNH, Sam's actually sued. <laughs> no, so, I haven't sued them. We had a, but in, in the day, there was a, a there was a legal battle with the union that I used to run and Imtech. And the funniest bit was I was working there at that time and I was getting the back end of all these stories about this, these bunch of dicks. <laughs> that was you. 
So yeah, I went to work for Good Mountain Hurst House. I was basically industrial sparky, doing like data centers, uh, in just industrial shit. Then I went to work for Blue Circle, which is now Tarmac or Lafarge or whatever they call this week. Hold on a, a second. Controls though. engineer. Hold on. Do you class data centers as industrial then? Fucking hell, yeah. You seen the stuff seen the stuff in them, it's bonkers, isn't it? Is it, it is, weird, but... you know what data centers are? Data centers are data centers, aren't they? Yeah, they're, the a, whole, they're their own thing, isn't they? It's, they're their it own is, thing. It is their own thing. And I can also, from the external of a data centre, I can tell you what security level it is. <laughs> because there's, the, there's like, the, what, there's one in Nottingham, I think I mentioned her name, for Experian. If you go on Google Earth, I think it's a Class 7. It's got a moat. All the way around it, it's got an actual moat. That's where Experian keep all the data. This might be secret, I don't know, but it's live anyways. But yeah, it's got <laughs> a moat around it. I think it's, there's, there's levels of security for data centres. They put a moat around theirs and they added a level on the end because they've got this moat. A proper moat with the port colours the lot. Wow. So yeah, so I did all that shit. And then I was a market <laughs> till I left there. I went to work for Blue Circle, which was making cement. And then basically that's when I got into production and process and controls and shit like that. And that was what I did for the next 20 years. <laughs> and then I come on this podcast. That's it. But yeah, running the company wise, I couldn't do it justice now, but um it's getting harder, isn't it? It's getting harder with our IR35 and insurances and rams and all that crap yeah to be honest with you i've never had any interest in running a company i mean i've done my domestic stuff and i was going to go whole hog doing domestic stuff but again i was just like do you know what this is so (laughs) so boring bruv what i will say is i met my missus about 10 years ago and i've got a big massive in my kitchen there's a central island that goes along and I'd, I'd get up there, my missus started stopping over the house and stuff like that, and, and she started moved in with me, I think, and she's like, I got all my shit out every night, all my paperwork out there, my laptop out, invoice out, and she goes, do you do this every night? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I said, yeah, like it was totally normal. And what she's implying is, why are you, you're doing a full day's work getting in, laying all this shit out and, and doing paperwork till 11 o'clock at night. And uh, that's when I realised, like, I need to change how I run a business, and that's, that's what I would imagine a lot of sparks do, don't they? They're getting in, doing the paperwork, ordering the stuff. And it's uh, it's fun, but I got pretty bored of it lately, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. To be honest with you, like the the happiest I've been at work for a long time is now. I'm I'm running a job, I get left to my own devices, I don't have to I don't have to hear about nothing else, um, and I don't have to do that much graft, which is really nice. I'm not trying to do on the tools that much anymore. I like jumping on the tools to show people that I can do it. But outside of that, jumping on the tools. Are you, are you a company? Are you you're a subby, aren't you? Are you a company or do you take it as PAYE? Are you, are you sort of sub, a subby on the books? I am a sole con, sole trader. Sole trader. Yeah. So I'm I'm limited. I'm still a limited company, but I work for someone now. And what I will say is the people I work for are fucking brilliant. Like proper people firm. And uh, once I got in with them, because I was like, I was bitting and bobbing during COVID. I, I bet everyone was. I went to work at a printer's that was family owned. That was a that was a car crash. I went to work for a power station, which was a really nice power station. Loads of nice people, but the head of engineering was an absolute fucking penis. So he sacked me. See, and then I was on like, most I'd jobs, around. on most jobs, you always get one absolute. We can't really say the c word, but a c word, an absolute c word, and. I always end up falling out of them. And on this job, I haven't found that person yet, which is quite uh, nice. Uh, the head of engineer where I was at, he was a fucking douchebag and he didn't, he, he couldn't engineer a fucking log. Right. And 
This is this is a very in deep joke, right? But anyone who does PLC engineering will get this right. Do you know what a PLC is? Do you want me to explain that to you? Yeah. Programmable logic controllers, yeah. Alan Bradley invented oh, them. That's not sparking. The little in joke is that PLC one was the first one. Then PLC two was the second one. PLC three was for the American military and never got out into the world, right? It's, it was only ever there. Then you had PLC4 and PLC5. Now they're called all different names. And the joke is you say to someone, have you ever worked on PLC3? Because they didn't exist. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I've done loads of work on them. And then you know they're bullshitting you. <laughs> so I pulled that That's stunt not really sparking, though, is it? I pulled that stunt on my engineering manager, and about three or four days later, I got sacked. Don't know why. But... <laughs> is it sparking, though? What, PLC? Engine? Yeah, of course it is. is Spark- it? Right. I was on about this the other day to someone. Sparking is your base level. It's like your bread for your sandwich, yeah? Once you've done your... Pro- I think everyone should do a proper four-year apprenticeship in, like, as mo- as varied work as they can. Then choose your niche and go for it, because that's where the money is. So that's sparking. Um, fitting, like, telephones are sparking, isn't it? No. Of course it is. Would you, say, would you say a sky engineer is sparking? Right. I'll rephrase that. It's we're all in the same trade. Is that do you get? Is no, that make, no, of course, no, of course we are. No. We're dealing with cables. Well, just because, just because they deal with cables. No, stop well, what it. If, no, no. Dumb? I'm not saying a scar engineer is a sparky. What I'm saying is, if you train as a sparker, you could go and do a scar engineer's job that easily because you've got the base level skill. Not <laughs> the other, it doesn't work the other way around. A, yes. a scar engineer, yeah, but if you are, if you train as a sparker, you can then go. You know what? I'm just going to go around fitting Sky TV. I'm going to go around fitting Wi-Fi for people. I'm going to go and do wait, uh, wayers. You know the big wayers that you drive lorries on? You might just go and do that. And I think everyone should develop into that niche as they go through the career. I think you're absolutely right about a niche. Whether And like when I say niche, it doesn't have to be just like some specific side of sparking. Like whether you go into management, whether you go up that way, that's a niche in itself. Mark said actually, you remember Mark, massive forehead, does the apprenticeship, he's just come in the yeah. chat lot. Yeah, I, I was actually about to do a podcast for the other week and it's going to be about, I'm not, I'm not going to swear, I'm just going to up, big up. I'm sick of seeing people not flowing through the trade. I'm sick of seeing people not, I think the short course mentality has made people want to be sparkies and then they be sparkies, but they haven't got the skill to progress from that. And we need a constant flow of people that can engineer and design and develop and we've I, lost it. There's no flow. Yeah, but I know because I wonder what the opportunities are. A lot of electrical companies, and I've no, I've noticed this in like it's been twenty years now almost. I've been sparking, and um, I, like as a commercial industrial spark predominantly, a lot of the companies that you deal with are chances. Mm. You very rarely get like a proper wholesome company with drive and focus to the next level. So they're not trying to bring you up. For any other reason, then they want to take some responsibility or someone else to put it with you. It's mm. not like it's not like these companies have like 10, 20 year plans. A lot of the directors just want to be able to take a step back, get their money and let the company run itself like a cash machine, which is fine. But you're never going to build a proper company. And I think the, the electrical industry is riddled with that. I think the electrical industry's reliance on um self-employed labor on, on yeah on their reliance and this addiction to subby labor Pump. is Pump and actually dump. is actually the probably one of the worst things that could have ever happened to this industry if, if you're subby 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 where's your tank coming from I, I was speaking to about this today and like my company i don't want to keep bumming my company right but they're brilliant we have the guy rhi guy is called head of people and when i joined i thought 
oh, he's got some, they've given it some cool name. It turns out they're really big into people. They're big into talent. And that's why I enjoy working for them because they want to bring people up. But in the future, if you subby, 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 you're not training your next site engineer. You're not training your next designer. You're not training your next office person. You just rely on subbies. And then I can sit here of an evening and earn 200 quid doing some CAD for someone because they can't get anyone to do it, which is great news for me. But it's not good when firms are getting me to do CAD. Like just some random bloke who's got a job. Oh, can you do some drawings for me? Oh, it's all right if you're a small firm. Like I do a lot for my mate because he's small. He can't afford to be a CAD guy of his own. But I have bigger firms coming to go, can you do these drawings? But got anyone that can do it. But no one seems to know. No short course sparkies and and the the rush through people nowadays don't seem to be aware that if you want to learn how to do AutoCAD, you've got to put it on your computer and you've got to sit here on the internet until you can do it. And then when you can do it, you can earn some decent coin. But I don't see anyone telling anyone that at all. I, I think there's, I think there is a like this. Certainly in my my sector of the trade, there's like this thing. Do you, uh, like if you're on the to- you're only a real proper spark if you're on the tools the second you move off the tools or you move into something else you ain't a proper spark no more how old we when you stop thinking that bollocks <laughs> everyone thinks i'm the young work there yeah you're fucking on proper spark everyone in the office is a wanker and all that you have that mentality don't you but if, if people want to stop on the tools like you you're still on the tools but you've moved into management now if people want to bash metal and build the tools Definitely. or they are great but you should be you're temporarily bollocks. You'll stay in it now because you're good at it. But if people want to bash metal and be a sparky, I ain't got a problem with that. I don't. I don't hate you. But what I'm saying is, fifty percent of the people in the trade need to have progression for the for for the companies to exist. It, yeah, and I think there's also not much in terms of if you are like I only really speak about subby uh, contracting and stuff like that. And there is a glass ceiling to it, unless you yes, really yeah. can sort of get your point over across, and you've got a bit of confidence, and you step out of that bubble. You really are only ever going to earn two to two hundred and fifty pound a day subbing mm. as an in, average in, in a normal in a nor, in a approved yeah. electrician's work, yeah, standard yeah. sparky work, yeah. And, and it's it's only ever going to be that really. Um, well, fucking hell. hold on one sec. Right, first of all. Um, we've got Tony Clark here saying, hi, Sam, wife said, how's the poo juice? Well, it's funny you should say that. Um, I know people are going to be like, oh, no, not poo stories. <laughs> but I've had some poo. Why am I so out of focus? What is my camera doing? Why are you going to interrupt my, um, my poo-tastrophes? Carry on. I'll try to get this camera in focus. Um, I have, yeah, poo juice on the sofa again. Um, the other day I was at work. I had a vindaloo the night before, and I had to. F- yeah, I had a, I had a big problem. Anyway, I won't get into it too too much. But can I tell my poo story? No. Oh, go on. You do it all the time. Yeah, but I had to stop because people got the ump. Here's the other week. No, yeah, I got to tell us. I got to tell us because I want. I feel like a problem shared makes a problem after it. So someone, this happens in the future. Yeah, as you get older, is your body like not doing things it used to do anymore, like creaking and shit like that? Um, in the mornings, I have to sort of walk down the stairs like like some sort of creature. The other walk down the stairs. The other Sunday, mate, I was so constipated, I thought I was going to explode. And it's only because my mistress had a baby that she had some lactose in the ass, and I had to take some and sit there, doubled over in pain until it came out. And when it came out, it was like an iron rod. <laughs> so if that does happen to you. Don't panic. That's See, my I never story. had that problem. Mine's always the other way around. Yeah, the other way around. You don't realise how lucky you've got it till you've been constipated. <laughs> So, 
Mark's put, what do you guys think about putting battery storage system in your hallway on a terraced house? <laughs> I think this is related to a comment I made, and there's a picture of this on Twitter. Hear this. I will not put batteries in anywhere enclosed on my properties. What's the failure rate of these batteries? <laughs> so you it's don't a... even know when you're chatting shit. But I, the problem is I've seen them go up. No, have you seen what happens when a battery goes up? Yeah, I have, yeah. I've... So, like, it's, it's a no-brainer. If it's in your house, it fills with smoke, you can't get out, you're dead. So, like, all right, the failure rate's low, but I don't want them thermal throttling in my house. What is a failure rate? That's it's what I'm saying. So, say, it's the, say, say on these batteries, right, the mm-hmm. battery storage system that you've got in your house is zero. You need that to shut up. It doesn't exist, does it? Look, mate, you don't know, do you? They're being pumped out of China... The batteries, the batteries are inherently unstable anyway. All right, the failure rate might be 0.01%, but I don't want, when they go, I've seen batteries go, I work with batteries, I do battery storage systems, like big ones, huge containerized ones. When they go, they go. And do you know what puts them out? Do you know what puts them out? It doesn't matter, though. It doesn't matter. Nothing. No, there's nothing can put them out. No, they just just burn. So your house will be full of smoke. When New York flooded, do you remember the, the, the East Coast flooded New York, didn't it? Yeah, they had a they had a, there was a car company called Fisker, and they were like the one of the first electric car companies. Like it was them and Tesla, and Fisker had a load of their cars start going underwater. And as they started going underwater, they was reacting with the batteries, and they all went up. Like <laughs> every single car just started going up, and there's nothing they could do once they go. Is is it? No, it's like in the hallway though. The problem is, is a good a battery won't really run away unless it gets damaged. But there's more chance of it getting damaged in the hallway. Also, if you have a normal house fire, which do happen, yeah, that will set. So like, it's not necessarily the battery exploding. It's your kids driving a bike, uh, a bike into it, or banging it, or I don't know, dropping yeah, a but cup it's of tea on it or something. I, I feel like it's. I, I feel like they would say on it. Do not store in your house. I don't think they care. The we, I think that they leave that up to you. But the problem is, there's no data. So it's like when cigarettes first come out, in it, no one thought there's anything bad about them. You only get the data afterwards. It's like cars used to have bits that damage you when they crashed. So it's the same with electric cars, isn't it? If you crash an electric car, you better get out of that because that's yeah, going it's up. True. Yeah, but there's no true. data at the minute. It's not been enough electric car crashes because they are a small percentage of the market. But it'll yeah, be but interesting that's the same as that. But my my thinking is, there's no data on it. No, there's no regs on it. There's no nothing on it, is there? Just buy an IP65 one, put it outside in a little shed. That's what I've done. And I can sleep soundly about at night, knowing that it's... I don't want to sit in there. I like going to sleep at night. I enjoy it. And as I said on this podcast before, I don't want to sit there thinking if Mr. Battery's going to go up downstairs. like Because if it does, it does. But because it's outside, I don't have to worry about it. What, is, what is the chances of your house cat? I reckon there's more chance of your house catching fire than your batteries going up. I reckon there's probably more chance of your house getting set on fire than your battery going up. I reckon mm. there's more chance of a meteorite hitting your house and causing a fire than the battery going up. No, I think it'll be a bit more popular than that. It's like house fires, isn't it? I mean, I mean, can you think of anything worse? We look at this place, look. If it, it wouldn't take much in here, would it? I've got old cables under here. And is it Mickey Flanley? Like... No one worries about the fridge, do they? You leave that on all the time, don't you? No one worries about that set of fire. But they are bad for it. But I can't think of anything worse than a house fire, so I do have to can to avoid it. But not buy FDDs because they're shit. <laughs> yeah, so this is a thing I this is a thing I wanted to talk about. 
Like AFDDs just drip for no reason. I'm keeping people, I'm keeping on the comments. We're going to work for them. Yeah, because they're coming in a bit. I've been yeah. sentenced again. Yeah, I just want to I just want to tell the viewers that we love them and we've got to refer to them. But yeah, AFDDs. You know what I hate about them. Suddenly, you know RCDs. You know this A type. Yeah, yeah. There's there's certain people within the industry which I won't name. Suddenly, name yeah, after twenty years of RCDs being a life saving device, suddenly now now and now are different ones come out. Whatever type it is is it AC type something or a, no? The AC ones are the old ones. Now there's a A type. Suddenly. They're going to kill you. They're not going to work. You need to rip them all out immediately. Like, and it's quite that a is some bullshit. Yeah, there's some bullshit scheme on going about it because they can get all right. They can get blocked by DC. Not everyone's got PV, but there are certain people out there. I don't know if it's being paid or what. Going, you know, the mold RCDs that protect you from everything. They don't protect you. <laughs> Stop scaring people. Get AFDDs, or you're going to die. And I've seen on Twitter people having problems with them. Um, yeah, like just and stuff. Chipping off for no reason. I don't really know enough about the science about shit like that, but the, to be in all fairness, what is this now? It relates to it to what we just said. We've just done about it. you just said to me how many batteries have gone off, and I didn't know the date because there isn't any. Same with FDDs. Are they actually safer? That thing that thing come out the day, didn't it? Since Part P was brought, and there's more ass fires down to electrical faults. I saw Joe Robinson doing his news thing. You're like, well, Part P's in in terms of bringing down electrical deaths and electrical fires, Part P's been a complete fucking waste of time, hasn't it? Well, it, well, yeah, because it doesn't really. There's the problem with Part P is it doesn't really do fuck all. No, it just allows other people who aren't as skilled as you to do shit that doesn't really get checked. I'm gonna go to the comments because I've, I've we've I've, we've done Part P to definite. It's a total fucking joke that made the industry worse. So I'll refer to the comments. So, Tim, what happened to my teaching career? Uh, I got offered loads more money. I, I was good at it. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Shit. Um, you know what it is? You know what it is, genuinely? The college I worked for were okay. Uh, it was a private college, but there was a lot of fucking shyster training places going off. Like, there are some really bad training places. I don't recommend anywhere in Nottingham 21. There's nowhere I'd recommend. And uh, I do enjoy teaching. I did enjoy it. I want to go back into it again. But, unfortunately, I'm not I'm not past it yet, and there's more money to be made on the tools. I will never working. do teaching. I don't care enough, and I don't like people enough to do teaching. Here's quite a good question. Um, do you think you need to worry about a court case and imprisonment from using SY cable? That comes from Mark. Might as well be a stupid question for me. SY five. No one's going to prison over SY cable. Shut SY up. SY cable, CY cable, YY cable, all of their place in use in installations. But in they the don't have they... a BS number, do they? That's why hospitals and stuff won't let you use them. We're harmonised with Europe. I would, I would I would say that if they're not using CYS1 wildwire cables for some stuff in the hospital, they're wrong because, all right, they, they, might be rated, they might not be approved for carrying mains voltage, but we all know they can. But controls cables, the controls cables, you've got to send signals, you're going to use that. Any cable, any cable, even like something like HOR7N Butyl, which is an absolutely rock-solid cable, has got places where it shouldn't should be used. And that's down to design and experience to, for people to make that decision, isn't it? Thank you, I am E5. No? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny. No one's going to prison. Like, why would you say that? They man? ought to give it a name. They ought to give it a name. You know, picking the right stuff. They could call it um, selection and erection or something like that. <laughs> could do that, couldn't we? But Every it's surprising. Time you say erection makes me laugh. It's, so it's surprising <laughs> how many sparkies, and I'm not just picking on my short course sparkies here, but I am picking on them in particular, don't understand that 
wiring and lights, which is easy, yeah. But the bit that electricians get paid for is because they can select and erect. That's part of our skill set. You don't learn in a five day course. <clears throat> it's funny um, how important experience is. You get so many people who were good apprentices. They come through mm. their time. They done well. They they're good on the tools. They're good at what they do. They've got a bit of experience, and then they go out on their own. And then before you know it, they're making terrible mistakes because they haven't done it for long enough to be able to do to yeah. be able to, to be able to like pull it off. I mean, like, to look a at a bit. Of... Oh, sorry, mate. There's a company I'm like who was subbing for the company I work for. Good guys. Do you want people are watching this? I know. Who, do, who? Listen, Sunday nights must be boring. Sunday night boring. Sorry, like, mate, the, the, these these geezers are, that are working uh, a subbing part of the building that one working on. They didn't get no drawings for ages, so they decided on a commercial job to start doing the install using the on-site guide. Okay. Right. Do you know how dumb that is? That is, I, don't, I, don't, I can't even process how dumb that is. It's just, it, I just said okay. What is a golden rule on a commercial or an industrial site when you're doing a new installation? The drawing is God. Yeah, and make sure you got the right drawing. But the I right can see the, the problem. The problem is like to look at a bit of SY. If you're an inexperienced person, to look at a bit of SYK, where you're like, this is really good luck. It's got a sheath on it, it's armored, which it's not. But then you put it outside and it lasts about two years. So selection and erection is the skill, is the un. Talked about skill of the electrician, I dare to say. That's a very, that's an experienced skill that not a lot of people can possess when they've just learned to bang asses out on a five-day course, you fucking pricks. Yeah, but I, I don't blame them. I blame, well, no, I do blame them. I blame them. the I industry. But no, I'll tell you why I do blame them, because they didn't do their due diligence. When I did, when I, when I retrained as an electrician, all I could think about was the gold card. When someone on site pulled out their gold card and was like, you'll never get one of these, I was like... I want one of them more than life itself. I want one of them so badly now, I'm going to do everything I could. So when I signed up to the college course to get one of them, mate, I asked the geezer maybe 400 times, mm. will this course get me that card? Will this course get me that card? And I wanted to know. And I didn't stop digging. I went away and I asked people. I went to... I, like, I didn't stop digging until I knew 100% the course I was doing was going to get me that card. That's you all know, I our, not a spot of the week. A good, our spot of reaction that shows people decent. It was on our podcast last week. Um, when we had Lizzie on saying how she likes to make everything look neat and tidy because it's an oh, art, okay. and we, oh, we, yeah, we yeah. both we both go, Oh, that's nice, that's a nice thing to say, which is quite our character for us to go, That's a nice thing to say. But I think that's our that's our caring, good, honest electricians feel that everything should be done properly, even if it is anywhere in a junction box. But then you get the slap and dash crew, don't you, that just bang stuff in. Don't give a fuck if it like if it if it likes it gets paid. See, I, I'm starting to. There's 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 t- there's types of effort that you put into types of jobs. Mm. If you go to somewhere where they they're not going to appreciate a high end bit of work, then you don't do a high end bit of work. You don't always do high end bit of work. Or you make yourself not unemployable, but you you are wasting their time and your time. So you have to find a balance. If all you, if you, you only ever turned up and done the very best Rolls Royce job for these companies, they would just mm. move you on. They'd be like, you're taking too long to do that. You're, you're wasting too much bits. On oh, that. there are levels of quality, aren't there? That's fair. Like if you're doing, there are levels of quality. Like some jobs do get banged into the minimum standard. Some jobs are way above. And that could just be something like whether the cable's embedded in the wall or if it's in conduit. But I see people like, oh, conduit jobs are better because you can rewire them. Anyone, yeah? 
message me, ring me at home on a Sunday night and tell me if you've ever actually rewired a conduit job that's 20 years old. Because no. no one has that there. Because the Cause problem shit is, changes. it's totally rewirable. Great. Oh, it's do you know what? 20 I have. years old. Oh, no, I have. Oh. I have. I have. I'll tell you why. When I first started out um, doing rewires in Hounslow, there mm-hmm. was sometimes you'd get flats. So you get you have to do two flats a day, um, yeah. or one three bedroom house a day. So we'd always go for the flats because a lot of the time they were done in conduit. Yeah, because so it would have been the house. Yeah, and then if they wanted extra sockets, you don't you you just do a bit of chunking to another point. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I suppose if you did, I, I was, this is really boring, but I find it dead interesting. Last week at Centre Parks, if anyone's been to Centre Parks, there's loads of shallows the same, and I was just sat there thinking. This is quite interesting because you've got a large amount of stock to maintain at the same level. And if you design that right in the first place, you're going to make them really cheap to maintain because you can you can just go and fix stuff and things like that. You need to just go on fucking holiday. Yeah, but it's just interesting. <laughs> it's just like, if you design something wrong right, with you? You des- when you design it, another experience for electrician, yeah? when you design something, you should design it to be maintainable for the life of it. Which will and save that's money. If you go when you go, shut cheap, up. You cost more money. Is this too highbrow for you, you fucking pleb? <laughs> when, you cheap, when you cheap, when you cheap enough, you should design it for thirty years time. And Hello. in case there's a there's an asteroid or an earthquake or a tsunami, uh, shut up, man. I'm so Just sparky. fucking put it in and sh- sign it off and piss off. I'm Sparky Winger tonight. Yes, we should always design it for the longevity of the installation. I don't. I, I do believe that though. It's like it's people nowadays. Everything's cheap, cheap, cheap. But then when just it comes to maintaining it, it. Listen, if someone says, right, there's no, here's a budget, no limit. You are such right. a subby, Sam, honestly. No, no. Here's the budget, there's no limit. I want you to design the very best installation possible. All right, sweet. Then I'm going to have that mindset. Someone goes, if you go, right, listen, this is the very best possible, um, and it's a thousand pound, blah, blah, and they go, well, my mate Bill, he can do it for 300 quid. You go, Mm, you ain't getting the best possible job, are you, you prick? What is so the best possible job? You can't have that mindset. Right, I'm going to the comments, because we're live. We keep forgetting <laughs> that. Um, Gary said, everyone should try and spend some time in their local college as part of training electrical career. I totally agree with that, Gary, but there is Why? no mechanism for that. Why? Because it's just nice. Because we are all on a journey where we have learnt of people and we have got to pass the trade on. It's We're an artisan trade. We learn off <laughs> olders and pass them to youngers, yeah? Unfortunately, um, I don't know if he's commenting again down the bottom or if he will, but most local colleges don't give a shit and there is no mechanism to enable someone like me to go to my local college and go, I'll come in and tell you, that I'll talk to the lads. Also, they probably don't want real sparkies in because I would say I'm a real sparker and I've got a potty mouth. I can turn it off, but I think the college would get nervous about that. So yeah, I'm totally right, but how does that work? No one really wants a load of bum-scratching tradesmen there swearing at the kids, do they? But if you get me in, that's what's going to happen. So... Yeah, it's not just that as well. It's like, say it's not college. Say it's someone that sold a, like, a, a quick course and you come on and go, you're not an electrician unless you've got this, 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 and this. And, and you're like, shut up, yeah. shut up. Yeah, yeah. I think it only worked for college than that. And so, the sooner the private training companies do less of the apprentice training, I think we'll be better off. I want to give a big shout out, actually, to a mate. Um, what the fuck? You do this while I look at the comments. No, Electrical Academy in Maidstone. Um, they do wicked courses. They're a great little firm. Um, and I'm going to put a link in the show notes to them. Um, and we're going to be doing a live 
not not alive, but we're going to be doing an episode. We could from... alive. <laughs> when Jamie finally gives me a date and I can arrange it, we're going to be doing a um, podcast from the Electrical Academy in Maidstone. We are, and I've, I have, I'm developing. I've got a gear here that I can use for that. I'm just. Are you but... are you ever going to give me a date? By the way. We've got. Let's do this on. Let's do this on air. This will be fun. So we have got to go to Bursa at some point, where and we've got to go to this maze. Yeah. And it'd be nice to meet up and do some podcasts in person. But I'm just tweaking the setup I have so I could take it on the road. That sounds like waffle. I have got. I don't know if you was incorporating this thing, but um, Bursa, we're going to do a little thing for the Christmas episode. I think it's going to be amazing. I saw something about don't it. Don't say that. I don't say it out loud, but I think it's going to be. In fact, the Christmas episode, like I said, I'm going to say this again for any new people watching now. If you want to do a comedy sketch for the Christmas episode, please have a bash. No, don't. No, don't. Just Shut in, up, you no, melon. No, open invite. Listen. It's, no, it's, it's, it's a prank. Open inviting people. Shut up. Shut up. You don't want to try it. You're such an old man. I don't want to try anything new. I don't want to go live. Oh, look. Nominate them for eFix Training Provider of the Year, Sam. Where do I do that? What, um, where's eFix? Where's your category for podcast of the year? Yeah, there's nothing that I can. There's nothing. get it. (laughs) Well, no, because they can't give it to themselves, can they? There's nothing on that awards that I can put myself in for. Where's Sparky? Where's Swearing Sparky of the Year? Where's Podcast of the Year? Where's Worst Person in the Trade? Where are they? (laughs) Where are the awards that I can get? We wouldn't. We wouldn't get. Oh, here we are. Lecturer of the Year, College of the Year, Training Provider of the Year. Bush. Bush. How'd you do that then? What else can we win? It's almost like we're plugging Efix so on this podcast. They should plug us on there, shouldn't they? You know what I'm saying, Efix. I think it's kind. Of, I think it's kind Scratch of my like... back, Efix. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't yeah? think it's kind of a fair, fair comparison. If I'm, if I'm honest, mate. <laughs> so I think Efix is basically going to say they're going to plug us in their podcast. That's nice for them to plug us on live. So if you watch Efix live next week, which I would recommend, it's a very good show. I'm sure they will be plugging this show and giving us a big thumbs up. Definitely Cheers, Efix. <laughs> <laughs> stop 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 it um <laughs> you and well, oh it's okay okay that's legally binding yeah oh there you go post Stuart, poo story of the year well, i'd win that my like my poo stories are in depth and but everyone started moaning every time i started telling poo stories i've had to stop do you watch efix sam do you watch no. the lives have you seen the socket challenge Wait, is it a socket? What is it? Where you wire a socket, so they have a bit of conduit in the board, and you you put some singles up the pipe, and done you basically wire it. I've done it. I've You've done, done it. I've done it. What there? I've done it at GSH many years ago. Oh, so it's a, he's brought that and in. I, right? and I've done it terribly. It took me about ten minutes. What I'm going to say is, yeah, if I did that with you, I could beat you blindfold. Yeah, just 100%. so you know. <laughs> Listen, right? I've, I've give it all the all the hardcore on that. And <laughs> what happened was right, and this. It sounds like an excuse, but I um I pulled my hand the day before doing armaments, and then when we went there, it was freezing cold, and I kept dropping the screwdriver. I couldn't even hold it. Yeah, it's one of them. It was bad. I'd bat you. In fact, to be honest, some people there, I think it could be a blindfold anyway. But yeah, ten minutes plus. Right. Listen, I am beat by face. Yes. First of all, Scott, you wouldn't beat me. I would. I could be. I reckon I could beat you blindfolded. I bet you couldn't. <laughs> we'll set it up at the Mainstone Trainer Academy. We'll do it there. We can't do e-fixing at this, unless they're there, you idiot. We'll do his own. We'll do his own. But I think I could beat you. I think I'm a better sparkly, to be honest. I'm sure that'll be 
Uh, mate, yeah, it's not difficult. Is. I've never said I'm a good spark. <laughs> I'm a basic bit sparky. I can do a bit of containment, a little bit of wiring, and a fairly decent fuse board. You could go for poo store of the year, someone's saying here. I'm up to the comments, by the way, people. So if you want to put some more in, feel free. I don't listen. Oh, what big shout out to Ricky. Ricky Howe. Oh, uh, yeah. The creator of the podcast um, and longtime friend of mine. Um, done really well at On The Tools, Electrician of the Year and Tradesperson of the Year. Don't know how you even get nominated. Because I ain't been nominated fucking anything. How is that <laughs> a thing? How have I never been invited any, on any any of the programs? Like, I've never... Nothing. Ricky got me. I was I met, when I started when I started tra- uh, doing training. Right, I, I started. I went into social media with Sparky Wise uh, two, three years, two years ago. When I started training, I didn't feel as comfortable as I would have liked because I, I felt I, did, I was lacking a bit of knowledge. So I started getting into like YouTubers on electrical stuff, things like that. I found like Sparky Ninja. Then I found this podcast because I was like I could do it on the bus. And Ricky's the guy that got me onto David Savory because he he was on here. He was on this show saying about some video he'd done. So I was like, oh, I'll make a note of that. I'll watch that. And then when I watched that, I was like, I'm a gobshite. I'm not very good at a job and I like swearing. And I watched David Savory and thought, oh, I could have got this as well because he's doing all right out of it. <laughs> so, yeah. so cheers like Ricky. And congratulations on your two, two awards. David, that's a bit greedy. Yeah, some of us ain't got any, but you've got two, but never mind. I've never, had, I've never been nominated, never got nothing. Fuck you all. Um, I I, can I talk Jamie V's about... Bundy. Well, that would be a good showdown. I reckon Bundy would smash into bits. But Bundy... Is um, listen. There's two sides of the coin, and what do you know? What what do you know? What Conrad was? If it weren't flexible, no. What I'm saying is, he has aligned. Well, he's yeah, he's a he's a uni like guy, so that will never happen, unfortunately. Use code blatant ten. <laughs> um, hasn't Ricky won electrician the year now? Two years. No, he won it. He won another brand, ago. didn't he? Is that yeah. right? Another one of these. Awards. Some of these awards, I'm not taking anything from them. Some of the awards, though, I've, I've heard people getting offered it and then they can't go to the show and they don't get it, do they? Have you heard of that? I don't know. I don't know. I, do you know what? I don't get involved in anything like that. I, because I wouldn't, a lot of the, a lot of these things, I wouldn't even accept anyway. I wouldn't even accept them. Some of them are nice. If it's a proper, uh, I'd obviously accept eFix's Sweary Spark of the Year Award, gladly. I'd accept the Electrician's Podcast twat of the century we ought to do an anti-awards that'd be good worst wholesaler worst sparker worst tutor we could do the anti-awards that's right up our street see i i think uh, like we come up with an idea that not so long ago didn't we you would for anyone listening of the year for anyone listening you'd be surprised the amount of crazy ideas that get run through our whatsapp group (laughs) for this if we if we had more time, we could do a lot of the stuff we think about, but we don't like. I just don't have time. I don't no. have time. I'm tired. We are running time. out. We are running stuff out. It's like to to put together a show over Christmas. That'll involve getting loads of bits and pieces off people and editing together. And anyone that does edit in or has done editing, if anyone doesn't know about editing, it takes ages. To and do if you rely on other people off a video, it's a lot of effort. But I don't mind doing it um, because at the end of the day, if people don't listen to this, there's no point in doing it. So. And we're trying, we're trying to up our interaction with you, the viewer. That's you. You, Scott there Thompson. There you go. Marlon you, w. Tony Clark. What? Electrician Academy in Mason. Uh, I did my 2391 and Napit assessment there. Great place. It is. They're in Napit Centre as well. 
Um, nap, it, nap it. Is that, is that good or bad? I think, I think uh, do you know, listen, all them things are the same, mate. They're all the same. It's like Nick has done Efix Electrician's Challenge. Yeah, I know. We nominate Sam for the best poo juice story. No. <laughs> I can't accept it. Um, it's... Have our chats froze? Have our chat froze? It's good. This is it what we do want to know is what we'd like to in the comments. Yeah, I'll be going now, Sam. What's the time? 51 minutes. So we go 51 minutes. I think it's got a good flow on it. We need to know what you think, though. Is this fun? Is it interactive? Would you like to see us do a monthly one? Would you like to just come in here, call me beanbag face? Everyone comment like Scott Thompson's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you are beanbag face now. Like the, that is it now. That is so. But the, what I'm what I'm all about on this is, and I keep saying this over and over again, I'll never stop saying it. Yeah. The interaction is the most fun bit for us because we're at the end of the day we're giving up our time and stuff to do it, and I get, I get my kicks out of the interaction. That's the bit that's fun for me. Do you know what? It is much better now. People are more comfortable commenting. Like I'm really enjoying that. I, I look forward to seeing the comments and stuff, and I like it. And I like the fact that it gives us direction of where we're going. Mm. Have we done well in what we're doing? Like, it was that part. It was that um, podcast any good? Is it? Like, and, and stuff as, like that. I think it's as, really important. And as people know, literally, if you go in that comments now, put if you go in there and put genuinely why you think something's shit or what part of it's shit, I will ring you up on a Sunday night and I'll fucking threaten you. <laughs> Not really. I will take balls. that on board. I'll cut your balls, you beanbag face mother. Um, no, if you put in there, what are you put in there we read and we act upon that? Someone said on their last live, <laughs> the lives are really good fun. And I'm like, right, let's, so like tonight's like, let's do it live for a crack. No, then he, no, still no you said let's do it live because you knew we wasn't going to get one out. That's Sunday what? lunch. Well, that's called Sunday dinner now, Gary. This but have a good one and much love to you and yours. Sunday lunch? Where are we? Sunday lunch? It's 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 half past five, you animal. Way <laughs> too late for lunch. I know. I'm going to be going and dipping some roast potatoes in the gravy in a minute. If I had Sunday lunch now, I'd be asleep. <laughs> Mate, I would be so dead. This is a good one from Tim here. Tim says, electricians should have a recognised card from the government to prove they're qualified electricians. Mate, the government couldn't organise piss in a brewery. Even the paid firms like NIC and NAPIT can't manage to do it without letting loads of shysters in. So it's all right saying the government's the solution, but the real solution, I think, is the trade itself. There you go. I actually comment that was that was the professional. That's like it was on Sky or something. I don't even know what that means. That sounds like some fucking bullshit. You can't just have some government agency go right. Ready to to... every system will get misused and abused. And I'm, and I'm there's, afraid... no, there's no silver bullet to this. There's no, no silver bullet to it. There's no silver good, to anything, is there? The, a good start for this would be a recognised what recognising what an electrician is, and then a training standard to to achieve that recognition. You know, a good start to it, knowing who the fuck's in charge, because no one knows, do they? Who's in charge? No one is. No No one is in in charge. charge. No one's in charge of the industry. It's all some fucking nonsense. No one knows. Is it the NIC? Oh, no, they're run by Searchall. Is it Searchall? No, they're run by the ECA. Is it the ECA? No, we're just a trade organisation. Is it NAPIT? No. (laughs) Well, someone just tell me who's in charge. No one's in charge. It's like, it's a self No one's in charge. But no one's in charge... But random companies can set themselves up and say, oh, you've got to give us money and we'll say you're good. What the fuck? <laughs> that's a that's a protection. <laughs> it's a fucking protection racket. The NIC and NAPIT are just a mafia. Like, oh, they're nice windows. Do you like your windows? <laughs> give us some fucking money. Like, it's a protection racket. And I can't believe we let them get away with it, to be honest. 
That's hilarious. Especially that when it so comes funny. to, I, I I will put I will say this on the record, yeah. They do go out and vet people, apparently. And I've heard that the NRC ones are getting particularly harder. However, you can't complain about people. That's the problem. If I see a shit job and I go, I'll report you to the NRC who's done it, they won't let a trade report of the trade, which is a sham. Here's the thing. If I pay my money to the NIC and they want to come out and they want to come out with a stink face and go through all my shit and then be like, oh, this is wrong and this is wrong. Oh, do you know what this reg means? I'll be like, get the fuck out. I've paid my money. Take it or leave it, you little bitch. Well, what's what's massively unfair is they'll do that to a, a, a firm with 70 sparks with an admin team behind them and they'll get the same inspection as a two-man band. Like they, yeah. They'll expect to have the same books, the same technical knowledge, and the same amount of money's worth of shit. So to go and buy the regs, the on-site guide, the, whatever they need, it costs them a much smaller percentage of their turnover. There's a little firm. So it's just a bit unfair like that. And I think they are just a protection firm for big rackets, to be honest. Big firms. What the oh. fuck is that? What's what? Oh, it's a motorbike. Listen, watch Mel Gibson payback. Thanks for the tip, Sam. You're welcome. <laughs> Listen. Proper electrical content. Yeah. You're both unscripted and beneficial to the youngsters in the industry. How far off script are we? Let's have a look. Because we have got a script. We yeah, we haven't done any of that. We haven't done any of that. We're not going to do it now. <laughs> now, to be honest with you, we just chat. How many times a week do we chat shit about this and then get on here and f- forget what we're going to talk about? What's happened is, and I will definitely say this, is the, the I keep an arm and chat. You can see me keep flicking down here. And uh, it has helped to move it along. And I don't, yeah. I don't want to make a big thing out of doing all that, <laughs> but it's nice to just come on. We'll have a little subject to get us going and then we'll flick down there and see what people are saying. Yeah, because I've got to be honest, guys, I am starting to flag now. Like, I've got work again tomorrow. Like, Sam's I've, now been at work for 432 days. <laughs> listen, I'm that guy that walks onto a job and they go, oh, you up for Saturdays? I'm usually like, no, mate, don't work weekends. Is it still time and a half and double time? Uh, well, no, it's just flat rate till one. Why did you put that at one? Much on here. All oh, right, fair enough. Fair enough. Commercially sensitive. Yeah. Remember the good old days. The set. The, the problem is though, if you're on a JV firm, you're going to get time and a half in the morning on Saturday, aren't you? Double time no, after. No, thirty-seven and a half hours a week. You get normal rate. After that, you get time and a half for the next eight hours, and then after that, it's double time. But the rates a lot lower in it than what it somebody. Is, but well, consider well, not is it five pound less an hour on JV? It, it, all depends. it all depends because it depends on the market, doesn't it? Because it is. I know I used to hate this when people go supply and demand. It's like, shut up, dickhead. But it is supply and demand, unfortunately. And at the moment, the demand is higher than the supply. So there's a lot of jobs out there. I've heard of JRB firms paying over the JRB rate. I, I, you yeah, know what? Put, put, you, you've got to remember the JRB rate is just a, a, a minimum. It does. That's not what. That's mm. not the. That's not what you have to get if you're job. That's your minimum. Although I'll come in and slap people off here, I will say this: I've got a lot of time for the JIB rulebook and the JIB. To be I honest, think it, I, I, I think it gives you few, something to work from. There's some inherent problems with the the JIB handbook, and it's mostly down to the fact that when the JIB was founded, and the whole thing where you have Unite on one side and the and the ECA on the other side, and then they would come to terms and the handbook would show them terms in clear. Mm. In, yeah, in, that's in, what it is. It's like black and yeah. white, bosh, that's what's happening, which I always like. The problem is, when it all started, 
the Unite was way, way stronger than it is now. That That's why they had collective bargaining agreement. Good night, Efix. Thank you for joining. That collective bargaining agreement. Now, their, their numbers have fucking dwindled for electricians. Who's even in the... That'd be an interesting one. Who is even in the union now? Who would even bother with that cack? It's just outdated shit to me. Because here's an overriding principle. There's nothing a union can do for you that you can't do for yourself. Not nowadays. No win, no fear and all that. I think they do get a bit more No, no, no. Not even that. What I'm saying is, if you want to improve your your working conditions, you want to improve your day, you want to improve your lot, yeah? Yeah. That's entirely up to you. I I totally agree with it. And I I thought that for 25 years. I'm like, if I think I'm worth more money, I'll go and then ask for it. If they don't give me, I'll leave. That's my policy. Go and get more money somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think you're totally right. If I want to work eight till four and the job is seven till six, then I just don't do that job. Like, what the fuck? I'm not sure unions ever got anyone anywhere. It's just people getting together. The union's just there, but obviously they got rid of loads of stuff. Safer work environments and that. But we're not allowed anymore, are we? I think it's just an individual thing like you're saying there. Yeah. But listen, we're coming to an end now. I feel like people are bored of us. You're tired, aren't you? That's what it is, really. That as well. (laughs) I've been talking shit now. Right, listen. Monday Club, we're out. That means we're out. Yes, it does.